Return of the Mac, it is. I just oh, want to say, yes. for a start, you're not a Mac, you're a jerk, and welcome back to big the Mac. Boy Time Podcast. You're not big, you're not clever. Um, you've been on paternity leave, Shane, welcome to the podcast. Have you missed us? Yeah, man, I've missed the Boy Time Universe, um, I've missed everyone. I mean... A lot's obviously happened since... The, shut up. A lot's yeah. obviously happened since I've been away. Like, for example... Aaron Butler's been on. I guess you guys have been talking about me, but I don't know what you've been saying because I won't listen to a podcast if I'm not on it. Also, yeah. the main question I've had since I've been away is, why are you wearing a Crusaders top, you weird guy? It, that's been the question you've had since you've been yeah. away. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just like the, I just sometimes like to wear, you know, my, my team's colors from time to time. You know what I mean? It's weird. And do you know what's really weird about this? What? And we need to get into this because people want us to talk about a certain subject and we're going to give oh, it them. Oh, right. Okay. Let's, let's give it them. It's been juicy. It's been talked about. Go for it. You mm-hmm. have never, ever expressed an interest in Irish League football. Ever. Right? right. Ever. Okay. I, I, I love the Irish League. It's something we've mm-hmm. never discussed. You've never shown. 1% interest. Then you start talking about uh, just watching the cup final here all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. Big fucking Jackie Fillerton there absolutely taking in the cup final. And, yeah. uh, and I was like, and I said, that's so weird. I was like, I didn't think you had any interest in Irish League football. Have you just developed this interest? And you got so defensive. You're like, I've always loved the Irish League. But no, it was just because you get very, like, if you have a wee thing that you're interested in, you're like, you almost get like like a curious dog about it. You're like, yeah. like you come sniff around, My being like, curious dog, yeah. you're not interested in that. Why? Yeah. Why do you like it? And just because I'm a big, I'm I'm not necessarily a massive Irish league fan. I am a huge no. Crusaders fan. Like, and no, I've always and I have been. Uh-huh. No, you're not a big Crusaders. Fan. I am. Look, like it's why am I wearing a Crusaders top if I'm not a huge Crusaders fan? Do you know what I mean? This is your friend Sean O'Neill, and it's not even. It's not even it's a current. It's Sean O'Neill, and I bet he gave you because you didn't pay for it. Oh, because let me just ask you: is he <laughs> is he is he uh, an outfield player? Is he? So why have I got no, a sweet? Why did I have a sweet, fully printed Crusaders kit? Oh, by the <laughs> way, kit? Yeah. the reason I now know that you didn't pay for it is because what? it has the Irish League badges on the yeah. sleeve. There's no way you bought it and went. Also, hook your boy up with the official. I mean, but but why why wouldn't you want to represent? Like you say, I'm not a fan of the Irish League, but I've got the official branding of the Irish League on me. You know what I mean? Part of me was like, maybe maybe Ogre's like got it from another player to give to you. But then I was like, who's he getting no. it from? I mean, like. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I probably would have my favourite player printed on the back if I were to have be a Crusaders fan, but, you know, Who would your favourite Crusaders player be? Stephen O'Flynn. He doesn't play for them anymore. I know, but he used to, and he was my favourite ever player. Like, Terry Henry doesn't still play for Arsenal, and he's... Could you could you name me, like, four current... Like, it should be easy enough. Like, apart from, obviously, Sean O'Neill and Decky Cadell, who we know, but could you name, yeah. like, four guys? Yeah. Um, the, the Owens Brewers, there's two. <laughs> I'm <hoping Yeah>. myself. <laughs> well, it's three. Phil Lowry, four. There you go. I told you. You, get, you couldn't get Paul Heaney out of your quick enough. Paul <laughs> <laughs> there was no gap in between us. And, and then you've got the boys as well. You've more. You've, you've, I, could, I could keep going, but I'm not going. Who have you got? Who else you what? got? Uh, did I say Phil Lowry already, did I? Yeah. <laughs> well, you've, you've Cushley. As well, yeah. he's a good guy. Um, Forsyth. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry, I get yeah. it. I realize I've now realized you're a super fan. Gary Thompson. I mean, I could keep going. 
as they I come to I, mind. Yeah. Oh, you're looking them up. I'm not. I swear on my life, I'm not looking them up. I could take a screen, and I'm. I'm not. I just. Uh, I mean, but look, people nowadays what? are. What? <laughs> what? Two minutes ago, when I went, sometimes yeah. you get defensive when you're looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> but look, all I'm saying is. We sometimes people are fans of things and they just don't yeah. blow their trumpet about it. You know what I mean? Sometimes they don't. What if you could reach? Yes, but look, sometimes people like things and they don't like. For example, it annoys me if you wear a shirt and you you don't feel connection to it. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm sitting here wearing a Crusader shirt as a loyal Crusaders fan. I um, to say loyalist. <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the beauty of Crusaders. It, 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 the supporters are from all sides. So you, it's not one or it's other. It's a mix. And that's why we're it's on the... Not. Yeah, it is, man. We're a, a mixed <laughs> gender team. And that's what it's what it's all about. And, like, yeah, people wear... Like, you you always wear gear that you don't support. You're the worst for it Listen, of all people. I got a Newry City shirt last week from the club. Mm-hmm. I am a Newry City fan. Okay. I got a Dungan Swift's kit that started lockdown from the Dungan Swift's. I'm a Dungan Swiss fan. Sweet. If you I mean, send me your top, I become a fan of your club and also a shareholder. Right, okay, that, that, that's fair. But I mean, I just think, you know, you were, we're using deflection tactics here just because I'm wearing what is a very nice Crusader top, may I add? You know, made by okay. Macron. It's a Kappa, Kappa club now, but, you know, it's not as nice. And also, I look, Kappa's too, too skin tight for me to wear, so... It's crazy! It's crazy how much I forgot how weird you are, and then I am also as well. Like because I yeah. do this podcast. Yeah, but listen, like, what, what I'm weird. saying is too. You're sitting there. No, what I'm saying is you're sitting there in a Crusader shirt with a map yeah. behind you. It's so weird. Did you have this like old print of the globe, and you're just sitting there with your yeah, fat listen, because because not only this, and people are like, oh, this is just an old school map. What you don't realize, all right, this is a map which actually shows all the Crusades that have been in the past oh, and that's no, that's historical crusaders gear there um so yeah you feel that it, it, it does that. It, it, it does so you know as well as i do that if you follow that map accurately with the right yep. compass you mm. end up at a, at a glory hole in the giant ring well i mean i don't need a compass or a guide for that i'm like a sniffer dog i just know the smells i can get there with my eyes shut you know what i mean just by feeling <laughs> i use braille to get my way to the glory holes <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean i would say it's good to have you back but i mean i think you've shown your true colors as a as a cock here in the opening segment of this podcast and wow. um, i need to just allow me to set a timer because we weren't actually going to record there and now we've started recording and we started at half started at half yeah we started at half okay well that's a good solid 10 minutes but i'll set the record anyway because i know you're somebody who can't read a clock or time or anything so yeah, it's good to, good to have you back. You've been off. I mean, I, there's been messages I've been... I need to talk to you about this, first of all. There's been some people, some people in the boy town, the citizens, basically, have revolted in some respects. I've been sending yeah, me messages. And they've said, why have you given the man-boy cheeky paternity leave yet? He is appearing on podcasts with... With that wee butt mole, other guys, like as if he's not on paternity leave, what are you at? Why have you taken leave from Boytown, but not through other things? That's what the people want to know. The, this is the people's podcast, and this is the people's club, but that's another thing for well, another day. Well, hopefully you will afford me the right to respond. Good, sir. Yeah. Um, I would I mean, say the difficult thing about organizing 
to record the Boytown podcast whenever NBC's on paternity leave is the stars have to align. And when I say the stars, I mean our diaries. So I will only know close to the time if I can do it. And then it's easy for me to go, hey, Buttman, you fancy doing this? Hey, Tim McGarry, you fancy doing an episode of Tea With Me? Because I can just do those really any time. But you and I have to hook mm-hmm. up at very specific times. So, so you've done two podcasts in the last two weeks with, with who? Who were featured? Tim McGarry and Aaron Butler. Okay, now obviously I've spoken to Aaron Butler twice in the last two weeks, both in this podcast, so that's enough. How was Tim McGarry? What was his chat on the podcast? Was he any, any, did he have anything interesting to say? For sure, I don't know if I, if I should tell you this because I think it's going to make you paranoid and okay. you're the number one defensive guy. I mean, Fuck so off, defensive. I'm not defensive at all. Fuck <laughs> off. Anyway, they call you Gary Pallister because you're so defensive. That's niche. Um, yeah. But essentially, I had Tim on. I don't know how you to call, You should have probably called me Colin Coates. I know that's an old legendary reference, but the greatest defender in history is club, but go ahead. Um, so, yeah, Tim McGarry was on. We're talking about getting my head piece. We're talking about, mm-hmm. like, the evolving comedy scene here and then okay. he started then you got brought up uh-huh. and we were talking about pugs Look, I mean, club, look you can't you can't discuss club. northern irish comedy and people at the forefront of scenes and talent and humor and gifts without talking about the crusader here tim essentially for some reason said that you had a drug habit and i didn't prompt him to say it oh well you know why that is because he's because he, he's a dirt, dirty Cliftonville bastard, that's why. And oh, he's coming at me because I'm a Cruise fan and it's a North Belfast rivalry, and that's what he's at. So, listen, you can pass your message on to Tim, say I'll see him at Solitude and we'll we'll sort it out. Oh, or, shit. and because I know he's too pussy to come to see you, so I'll go to Solitude and we'll deal with it. We'll have a we'll have it out, me and him. I mean. It's the it's the local celebrity feud that nobody needed or wanted. Yeah. But I like the fact that you and Tim McGarry are having a feud. And what I would really like is Tim obviously said for a joke, do you have a drug habit? Which is weird because there was a guy on YouTube, remember in the comments of the podcast recently, <laughs> like this guy Dave Elliott does have and it was some really specific drug. It's like amphetamines. Yeah, yeah, you were quick to come up with that. Uh, but yeah, he basically said you, you are addicted to that. So mm. I don't know why these rumors are starting that you're some sort of drug addict, but I like that you and Tim have this feud. I think it's enjoyable. And what I'd enjoy even more, I mean, Tim obviously said that for a bit of a joke, a bit of banter, mm. but what I'd like is if you called him out there now and then six months later you saw Tim at a gig and he had but a Yeah, well, I mean, I would take that from him. You know, it would be... He's got the, he's got the He's got the height for it. Yeah, but then again, I, I can just do the turtle thing where I can just put my fat head in my neck and he would just head at the top of my head and be really sore for him. He'd be all, fuck shit. And it wouldn't ah, be a yeah, nice yeah. nice experience for him. But look, I mean, I feel, obviously, I would have classed Tim as one of my best friends and I find it kind of kind of no, weird that um, he actually said to me, this is a fact, now you can, you can ask him next time. He said to me that if... He hadn't met me sooner. He would have not not only had me as a best man no. at his wedding. He said he would have, if the times allowed for it, wanted to marry me. And I said to him, "No, no, we're just bros, right? That's fine." But I think what he's doing here is just he, he, it's sour grapes from Tim here, and he's making allegations about me being a drug addict, and it's not yeah. very nice. And I mean, what I would well, say to him, what I would say to him would be Timothy. I'm far too fat to be a drug addict. You know, <laughs> surely I would be 
more for drugs. Yeah. If the drugs angel delight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, guilty as charged, how much, mate. How much whenever you were younger did you think Angel Delight was like the the fanciest shit of all time? I mean, you had more money than me whenever you were yeah. growing up, so you probably yeah. didn't. But I yeah. just remember if like on a Friday night, my dad was like, son. We're having Angel Delight. All bets were off, and I was like, "Can we cast?" No, see, one. see, we had Viennettas, so that's what that was the difference. Ours, oh, we that, had was name, that was the <laughs> It was called Viennetta. Yeah. and he made the Angel Delight. <laughs> Spoon it into my mouth, Viennetta. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I really liked as well for a Saturday night childhood match of the day treat. Now, oh, I shouldn't no. have been eating this this late with hindsight because Match of Day was on like mm-hmm. half 10. Do you ever remember? I don't know if they still do those fucking crazy guys, but you, you know Heinz? You know those yes. boys? <laughs> yes, the Heinz boys. Yeah. Well, Deepmar and Bobby? I'm getting the call from a random number. <laughs> Go ahead. Answer it. Answer it and no. see what they say. And then if you have to hang up, you just be like, look, I'm in a meeting here. Sorry, I'll phone you back. Go on. <laughs> no. Go on, do it, do it. No, I'm going to look up the number. And if it's something cool, I'll tell you guys. Okay. Oh, it's, it's it's about Macar. Do you want me to answer it? Yeah, do it. Right. <laughs> sure, <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> mm. Oh, Todd back on the pod. <laughs> My car's with them now. Oh no, they're gonna mug you here. I think. I think I have insurance for a year with them, but I don't know if I do. Like a warranty, if I don't, I'm fucked. They're mugging you off here. I'm the Boytown Citizens. Hi, uh, I left the car in with yourselves this morning for service, and I uh, just missed a call from you there. Okay, what's your name? It's Shane Todd. One second, do you know who you dropped the car in with? It was just a guy that was opening the place this morning. I, I don't even know if he worked in service, and I just gave him the keys. Okay, one second. Thanks. Right. Since this is basically an impromptu uh, callback, what do you do is refer to yourself as Le Shane, right? It's Le Shane Todd, right throughout the full phone call. <laughs> and you want, I want you to say, what, what, what color is your car? Black. Black. Says, let's call it Le Black Car, right? Everything is Le, Le Shane Todd and Le Black Car. That's your there. Call, right? Get, get Ben to mute out the name of the person yeah, and where, yeah. where it is. No, just in okay. case for the reasons you can't play it. Yeah, okay. Very boy town beach line to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a club bag? So you want me to, instead of saying the, you want me to say Le? No, and, and also, hi, it's Le Shane Todd. And uh, I left a little black car. Anything is La, but you're La Shane, right? That's your name. And then also when they answer, you have to call them Squire or Friar, right? You go, well, Friar. Back in the day, there was definitely a guy who hung about with Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre called La Shane. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to say Squire? Or Friar, whatever title you want. Well, Friar. <laughs> I used to go to a chip in East Belfast called Friar Tuck after I went swimming in the Robinson Centre. And it's weird that the Robinson Centre's named after Peter Robinson. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is, actually. And then they stopped naming it after him because they thought he was sly, which is also unfair. Content. <laughs> Remember they had a hotel named after George Best, just didn't build it. They <laughs> just like, <laughs> George Best Hotel here. Also, what's the link to him in hotels? 
I mean, the big man spent a lot of time in hotels riding, I think. But, I mean, if, if that's what they dedicated the hotel to rather than his football prowess, it'd be 10 out of 10. Just him, you know, in the bed of the European Cup and Miss World or whatever. <laughs> Just, that'd be classic. Hello, Shane. How are you? Hi, I'm good, mate. How are you? Squire. Yeah, we're doing well, mate. We're doing well. So, a um, couple of things. The, all in all, the car's in great shape, but there is a few things we need to look out for you. Um, the aircon um, isn't working. Yeah. Um, it's not blowing out cold. Okay. So, you, what you would need to do with that is pressure test. You just check up for any leaks. If there's no leaks, then you would just recharge it with gas. If there was a leak, then it would be part of the Aircon fault. Okay. Those are all service items that I've talked about so far, bar the aircon. Okay. You with me? Um, that's grand. We can have a look at the aircon for you. I didn't realise you had a, a year more. Side passenger side front tyre is on the legal limit. Okay, so you need a tyre on that one. It's absolutely fine. Okay, legal limit for a tyre is 1.6 mil. Yours is 1.6 mil in the middle. 39 minutes later. back later on. If not, I'll see you in the morning, sure. Brilliant. Cheers for that. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks for taking your time. Bye. So what about the start of that when he said when he said my car's in good shape? Yeah, my car's in good shape. Mate, the only thing that's wrong with it is the tires, the brakes, the air conditioning. Sounds very much like you've been la mugged off. Like it's it sounds very expensive. That like is that your new motor as well? Yeah. Oh no. Oh, no. well, what, well, what I'm definitely going to do is phone the police straight away and let them know that your tires are not legal, and I'll be sure to be catching you, up, catching up with you soon. Like unless you get those tires replaced, which is yeah. Ben's Ben's going to be chopping up that segment of the pod like DJ Khaled, just yeah. overproducing it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, enjoyable. Hopefully, you can do a really fast cut of all the things yeah. that are wrong with it, and as long as he yeah. keeps like the guy's name and where uh, the car is from, then yeah. it's all good. But yeah, sweet the guys. Um, name I don't know. Hold on, I'm making notes here with my wee pen. Take away, I've got a really nice pen. Uh, yeah, I had a question for you. What was that, Rude Boy? Playing Can I have a problem? <laughs> yeah, I mean, not a problem. I actually have it. It's in my Crusader shorts upstairs, so I'll have to go and get them later. God's uh, sake. Yeah. Um, so. so one thing um, I, really wanted to, I really wanted to talk about, um, it's a big issue, is um, something that has been in the news, was it yesterday, the day before? Okay. Um, I presume you saw it. I presume a lot of the listeners saw it, and it would be pretty stupid of us not to talk about it. The headline is as follows. Okay, can I guess it? Oh, oh no. Okay. Katie Price says she's broken both of her feet and won't be able to walk for six months after a shocking accident in Turkey. Uh Now, first of all, we want to pass on our best wishes to Katie. Yeah. To Peter, Karen, uh, Alex, Reid. And uh, Harvey and the and the kids and Dwight York, we want to say, with all you guys, um, I know they all live in the same house, and um, and yeah, let's just delve into this. Essentially, Pricey, who I feel like we hadn't, I feel like we were hearing a lot about Pricey, like she was not having a good time. Yeah. But I think in recent weeks, Pricey's maybe got it together. She's gone to Turkey probably just to recharge. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, I feel like it's very pricey to go. Things are doing better for me at the minute, so what I need to do is break both my bankles. <laughs> to even it's self I've broken my bankles. Yeah, <laughs> Katie uh, Price. She's she's got both her legs in plaster. Uh, yeah. 
This is the direct quote from the article from the Sun. By the way, file this, Dave, under so pricey. Yeah. By the way, this, what age is pricey? With um, 40 or something, is she? Right, right. And she's a mother, isn't she? Oh, yeah, she is a mother. Okay. This would, is something that, like, if I injure myself on a school trip, I imagine mm-hmm. they write send, sending me home. Pricey fractured both heels, jumping off a wall at a theme park, land of legends, and faces months of agony. She battles her way to recovery. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a very sweet, strange. It's a very strange story. I mean, what's she I, doing? I was the wall. I know. <laughs> Thirty feet. <laughs> <laughs> Pricey's Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> Doctors mean, of War. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say all the king's horses and all the king's men. Like, Pricey would definitely do a number on them, but th- go ahead. <sighs> Doctors have warned Katie she'll need pins in her feet and won't be able to walk for a minimum six months. The disaster comes just a day after she was seen looking loved up on the romantic break in Turkey with Love Island boyfriend Carl Woods. Um, oh, no. Oh, such an awkward picture of him here. But anyway, um, a source close to the star explained... This is the worst thing that could have happened to Katie. It's not. She could have died. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Fine. Like, she spent, yeah. All, spent all night in a in agony with a hairline cracked through both of her heels. Pain is excruciating, but she has a bigger nightmare to come, trying to look after five children while unable to walk. <laughs> That's so sly. Uh, this person's a savage, an absolute savage. Um, but have you seen um, Junior Andre Price? He's been sort of hanging about with her. Well, he's out there. He's out there too. Yeah, well, he... I, I was actually my wife pointed out to me that he has got, like, a very calm Instagram account. Like, he's very, like, you know, he's a calm guy. He could potentially be a water baby is, is sort of what we're thinking. And, I mean, I feel like he's very keen on, like, selfies and posing and pouting and stuff with her. So I feel like he would very much step up and be the one to kind of push her around in her chair and I think that would be a very sassy double act to have you know him speaking on behalf of her and stuff and yeah I think it'd be quite a quite a scene yeah I mean definitely both of that you know the fact that Pricey is, has wrecked herself we don't like that but we do want to see if if it's possible if for someone wants to be a water baby we like it yeah. and I mean, <laughs> he'd be footsteps because everybody knows that beside Cristiano Ronaldo the original Peter water, Andre. Yeah. Andre. Yeah, for true. sure. Um, you know Where is he in the video from Mysterious Girl? Uh, true. He's, he's balls deep in water. Um, you know he's going to be so raging? Oh. Dwight York, because he's going to have to take on Harvey for a while. And he's like, he just does not like to be a father, Dwight York. He likes to be no, a playboy. And he's Dwight not going to be happy. Nah, but you know, Dwight's done. I would say maybe Peter might might take it on. Because Peter, did, did, he, did he? No, he had tried to adopt Harvey. And then Dwight York got raging at him, didn't he? He was like, fuck off. <laughs> which is which is definitely the equivalent of um, it's definitely the equivalent of you know whenever you're younger and some mates of yours are playing football on the street with you huh. and then you say I'm going in from a dinner here and you take your ball with you you're like yeah. oh, you're not going to be using it like why is Yorkie yeah. getting involved yeah because I think Yorkie um, I think he kind of feels like he's this is the thing it's very I think uh, creme fresh probably more so or in fact no it's Kunanan it's very cool now with Yorkie. Because Yorkie's like, he doesn't want to be perceived himself in a bad light, but then he's just doing really sly stuff. So he's like, guys, stop getting at me. And they're like, well, do you want to like, you know, take Harvey for a bit? And he's like, nah, see, fuck off. I don't, I don't want any responsibility. But at the same time, 
don't be getting at me about it, you know. I've and I feel like that's kind of what he's he's going to be like. Oh no, he's he's like he would like to be perceived in a in a really good light. But at the end of the day, like, all right, well, you can help by taking Harvey, and he's like, nah, probably I probably don't want to do that. And then it'll be Junior will end up on the parenting duties. <laughs> sassy man, Minx. Get ready for this. Last week, Pricey was devastated when Princess's dog Rolo died in a tragic accident at home. Who? Uh, Princess's dog has died too. Her, her dog. Oh, right. I, thought, geez, I thought you said she was devastated because Princess Dolola died. I thought, who's Princess Dolola? Like, is this some That's sort my of... alter ego. That's my alter ego. <laughs> Princess Dolola? Poor Princess Dolola. <laughs> so, um, her dog passed away last week. Hey, Dave, write it down the name of this week's episode. Definitely Princess Dolola. <laughs> So, so Pricey is, let me get this right, she's upset, so she's taking whole family on, in a pandemic, of course, to Turkey. Um, you know what the weirdest thing about it is? I don't know if you've seen this, but you know, um, friend of the show, uh, Paul Smith, the comedian, who's been on a Pug Uglies, he, there was some weird crossover post that Katie Price put on Instagram tagging him in. So... And then on his, he was hanging out with her boyfriend. So, I mean, I'm going to go as far as say, I think the two of them have been on holidays. I don't want to say together, but I like the thought that... Smithy and Pricey? That Smithy may have a wee bit of sort of insider info on what went on Pricey. And I mean, if anything else, if they're staying at like the same resort, I would very much love to see or get his take on her just being wheeled around the resort. I think that would be a very funny thing to see. Should, should we try and get uh, Paul Smith on, on Boytown to... To chat about his, his, you know, his holiday that, that may have included hanging out with Pricey. Yes, I think we should. I mean, I think now would be an inappropriate time to do it because I'm actually still on holidays with Pricey. Maybe now's the time. Maybe we could get him because, I mean, she's not going anywhere. Get him to bring his laptop into the room and be like, <laughs> get Pricey on the podcast. <laughs> not those two I'm, bloody bastards. <laughs> I'm looking at her Instagram right now. Oh, you're, is, is her Instagram outside your house or what's going on there? It looks like you're looking out the window. No, it's just somebody walked past my house. I genuinely, I looked out as if to say, why are you doing that? Yeah. Um, oh, so they have a, a joint Instagram account now, her and her boy. Right, okay. Called The Adventures of Katie and Carl. Oh, no. They've got this is going 70, to be a disaster. They've got 70,000 followers and uh-huh. uh, one of them is Paul Smith. Yeah. Nice. This is enjoyable. I mean, yeah, let's get let's get the inside track from our man in the inside. Yeah. And uh, and see what's happening. That'd be good to find out. But um yeah, Pricey has not had a good time. But you know what? The thing about Pricey is she anytime she's faced with adversity, she always does it with a wee bit of banter. Like she's always like, you know, there's always a classic like, oh no, not a bloody gen about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, would, like, why is there not more? Like, there needs to be a reality show more focusing on pricey, like more lighthearted than the last one. had about fifty reality but shows. She, she needs one that's just like she. It should be called like Pricey Does It Again, and just be based on her just getting into pickles, and then she's to get the out of the pickles. Right. Oh, well, there you go, bingo. The pricey's right. <laughs> the pricey's always right. Uh, yeah. 
Look, baby boy, we've got loads and loads of uh, of questions. Yeah, I want but, to get through them. I mean, I need that, to reconnect with the listeners. That's true. But before we get into that, well, the listeners will probably want to hear because we initially planned to start off talking about your paternity leave, but then you just flew in to abusing me about being a massive cruise fan. So how are you finding yep. it anyway? How is how is um how's Raw doing and how is his parenting going for you? Man, I would say I've taken to it like a duck to land. Um, like the old okay. phrase. Um, no, do you know what? It's very, very, very great. But you know that the monitor does not like to be sleep deprived for even one minute. Can you so move your face? Resentment. Can you move your face closer to the camera so we can try maybe have a look at what's going on in and around your eyes? Like how how are they doing? Because you don't look too sleep I'm deprived. Fresh. Have do you, are you getting um injections to keep your your uh, wrinkles at bay is that what's going on here botox yeah like yeah i've had quite a lot of extensive surgery uh just nice. in the run of being born but um yeah the sleep is the main thing that i'm still getting used to but i'm, I'm getting into more of a routine with it and uh do you know what he's dead on he's a nice guy Would i like he, him do you feel like he's he's maybe you know, acting a mug a bit during the night and he's just waking up when he should probably sleep right through if you try to... Because what I found was same whenever I told yep. my baby, I was like, listen, I need to yeah. sleep a bit during the night. If you sit him down and be like, look, just just shut up. See, during the night, just keep your wee mouth shut and then I'll see you in the morning. Then like they say that, you you know, newborns, you got to feed them every four hours. I've said to him, listen, that's just advice. And a thing Correct. with advice... You don't, you know, be your own man, basically. So I was like, if you want to sleep big some for 12 hours, you do it. And mm-hmm. Papa's going to sleep that amount of time too. Uh, but he's like, no, I want to stick to the four hours because medical professionals have told us that. So I've said that's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like him. I mean, you called up to see us. And, yeah. uh, and what was it like seeing, uh, seeing the NBC with uh, BABY? It was actually really sweet. You know, it was nice to see you uh because again i'll be totally honest i thought you may have been really uh out of your depths a bit because again i'm basing this solely on the fact that a lot of things that you um (laughs) try to do like like again back to cooking barbecue food you have way weird tropes that you get into your head it's like how things are supposed to be and i thought maybe if you apply this to babies it might be a wee bit bad like for example you could be like having him sitting in a chair and I bet, oh, you probably shouldn't have him sitting in a chair and he's like a week old. And you're like, oh no, I've heard that if you set babies, you know, their neck muscles strengthen if they're just left to sort of hold their head up themselves, you know? And I'd be like, where did you hear this? It'd be like, oh, it's just a bite. That's the sort of thing that you would hear. So I was worried that you may have a few wee um, life hacks that might, yeah. that, might, that might have a negative impact, but it appears that you've done, you've done really well. And what I did enjoy was that he, delivered what can only be described as a giant shit when i was there like it's if he saved it yeah. the delivery got, just for me being there and you just he, were he got me yesterday like as in projectile shit got me on my outfit and relatives were calling up um and he managed to piss on my t-shirt and shit on my shorts so <laughs> whenever they arrived up i was just in my pants <laughs> nice no, like no, I, was it your relatives or was it your other half's relatives it was my it was my relatives, but oh, they've not seen me. They've not seen me in just pants for many a year, and uh, yeah, I just said like, it looked like I was struggling because mm-hmm. I was just it was like middle of the day, and I was just like holding them in my pants, <laughs> and then I basically had to say. But why weren't you holding them in your arms? <laughs> that's, that's a problem. 
I've got a little pouch. <laughs> <laughs> like a kangaroo. I would very well believe you have that. <clears throat> no, no, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm doing traditional type parenting Good. in terms of the methods to do. I think like the life action stuff, maybe when he's a toddler, I can yeah. start doing that. Um, yeah. Like, for example, saying, you know, people are like with toddlers, you give them a wee bit of baby food a couple of times a day. You don't see yeah. if you could just get one massive meal a week. Uh-huh. It's fine. But like yeah. I'm talking like, big 48 ounce steak and like and, like a human snake so you just give them food once a week and then they just keep it yeah. in their throat until they're ready to digest it yeah that's a good idea maybe you could see that working but here's the thing the one thing i'm worried about is i speak to him in so many different voices and accents uh-huh. but yesterday i just spoke to him in my own voice and he like opened his eyes fully and looked at me as if to go who's this guy so i yeah. think i need to talk to him more in my own voice like what sort of voices do you talk to him in? I'm not gonna just <laughs> just cute voices. Oh, like so you're not fully going. Oh, All right, bro. Yeah. <laughs> all right, son. It's your dad. What's going on, we man? You okay? Are you alright, man? Aye, good. I'm Gary I'm, I'm Pingu. I'm your dad. <laughs> I mean, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if you were trying characters on him. Be like, is this funny? Alright, man. Gary Pingu. I mean, I tried to work on my savings, as of course the money toad has for many uh-huh. a year. But I mean, after this, you know, after I get my car serviced, I don't know what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to get the gaffery mortgage, I think, because that guy was just insatiable with uh, repairs needed in your car. So I thought he was going to be like, right, a bit of me was going, yeah, give the give the price, let us know the damage. He's like, ah, it's going to be about seventy three and a half grand. What do you think about that? Oh, Every, everything's all good with the car bar, every bit of it. I mean, your window's okay on the driver's <laughs> side, but apart from that. Your yeah. carpet in the back passenger seat is uh, is looking good, but everything else is fucked. Exactly. Um, and you, how long have you had that car for? For two weeks. No, yeah, I've had it for. Uh, fuck, I've had it for like seven months. Yeah, because I remember we were in the old office at that stage, and you were down showing it off in the dark, which was weird because it's a dark car. But um, it seems like it was only yesterday. But again, we've been going through a global pandemic, so we've had a few months chalked off thing. So. Yep. Um, well, one the last thing I'm going to say on being a new dad is it's been great to speak to other new dads like mm-hmm. yourself and some of my other friends about just parenting in general and yeah. just being like, here is this normal? And then everyone, yeah. Thinks, oh yeah, totally normal. Do you find do you find that like it's more interesting topic? Obviously, you will find it more interesting, but like I kind of find a bit, especially in terms of stand up and other things that like. Who's going to fucking want to listen to me talking about parenting and stuff? Do you know what I mean? Because it's, it's, it's almost boring if you don't have kids. But I sort of find now that, that I am, I accept that I'm an older, boring dad guy. It's nice to be able to accept that. And then, like, you find other people's yeah. and, and, and pieces funny. So I feel hopeful of getting back to stand-up that obviously people still know I'm a really, how do you do that? Like, a really cool, cool guy. So, like, I'm... Well, we're back to get we'll, we're back together one more time back on the road yeah. um i'm just looking on the website for that festival to see if they've announced it i don't have, think they have i'm gonna say have you you haven't sent any information or a blurb or anything for it have you did you not say you were doing that for me i'm not joking uh, no i i got I gave your email address to the guy to send you information. That's what I did for you. Uh, but then, no, then what? Then what's happened there is he sent you an email, and then I yes, don't have has. access to your email because, believe it or not, I only have like uh, one email account 
one social media account. I don't have multiple accounts because that's weird if you have more than one account than anything. So I just can't get access to your to your emails and stuff. So right, gonna, right, you're right. going to have to take that on, bro. Yeah. Um, so can we announce it? No. Well, yeah, I've already said it on my own podcast, which is like today. David oh, Sagan podcast, we'll tell, check it out. Yeah. We'll tell, tell people about it. We are doing the Stent Hall Festival on the 22nd of August, all in line with everything. But it's an outdoor festival. We're going to be like the Pope behind Bulletproof Glass, not for any reason to do with coronavirus, just because we're two big hitters and we need to be kept safe at all times. And it's on the 22nd of August. And it's just us. We're the comedy. The two boys are the only comedy on that day. So it's a very premium lineup. Um, and yep. it's a great time. Anytime we've been to Stent Hall, it's a cool vibe. You know, it's a really cool great vibe. vibe. Everyone should probably have masks on unless Sammy Wilson's deciding he wants to go, and in which case the big man won't be wearing a mask because yep. he's he knows everything. You know, the big man's tuned in. So it'll, it'll be a good day. It'll be a fun day. It'll be a gay day. You know, it'll be everything you want in a good time. Since we're plugging stuff, we may as well also plug the return of the radio show. Do you want to do that? Um, yes, this this Friday we are back on BBC Radio Ulster. Um, Oh, five past six, but just say six because it's easier, yeah. guys. Um, and we are doing kind of the rave lockdown, but it's the Shane Todd show again with me and Papa Bear. But it's it's uh, it's it's evolved. And yeah. the short answer is we don't know what it is just yet, but we're going to figure it mm-hmm. out on air for sure. But also, what we want you to do is we want you to come with us. We want you to See follow. You followed us. Don't say that. You followed us from the radio to sounds and I want you to take the journey back to the radio. I want people to make the Friday night, make it your vibe again, get get dancing in the kitchen, just have a nice time, let people know what we're all about. And I'm excited to get back in the studio. I'm excited to get back in the studio as well. You know, it'll be yeah, it'll be a good yeah. time. Also, I want to put it to you here on air on the spot. What about getting back to the Boytown Towers in the wee while? Um what do you think about I, that? I need, you I need I need to chat to you about that, but I would not be surprised if we could maybe do that next week or the week after. Yes, I'd be keen to get back because I think but it's I big enough space. So, yeah. yeah, we could be safe. Yeah. Let, so, should I, we I'm just actually, get. What? No, I'll text you after. I was going to say, I, I, I need to ask you something about that and I could text you now about it. Yeah, text me now. You may as well. Text you now. Really... You think the listeners will like that because it's yeah. a little bit sneaky? I think, I think the listeners will like it. Yeah. Oh, no, it's coming in. Oh, oh. Do you like that I called you Chugger in text earlier? Is that a nickname you could get behind? Um, yeah, Chugger, no, because it probably it sounds like I'm chugging cone. <laughs> and uh, okay, great. So yeah, I'd, next week we'll be back. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, we're, we're coming back. I'm what is so questions what is my song. what's so great is yeah fuck my wife and daughter they can just stare there <laughs> but no what what i think's great is that we, we just had a message and it was so sneaky too it was like and then within that one message right yeah we'll be back in the studio next week now again well that'll all depend on getting our producer as well don't forget but you know we will we will do that do you want instagram or twitter Let's go. I'll I'll do Twitter. You do Instagram. I knew you were going to say fucking Twitter because uh, it's always Fox got less sick. questions. You fucking Fox sick. Right. Let me see. There we go. Um, do you want to do Twitter first, and I'll get the Instagram. 
Uh, yep, I am. Well, I'm good to go if you want me to just hit Instagram now. No, man, I'm good to go. Here we go. Okay. Three, two, one. Okay. Uh, George says, congrats to the money toad with it. Thank you. Question for the pod. Say if my mate had to give a training at work next week, but they were all out of ideas, what fresh concepts would you give that would make their training really creme fresh a la Boytown podcast? I mean, George, one thing you've neglected there is the main thing, which is training for what? Are these guys training for a baseball team? Are they a call center? Are they a paramilitary? We don't know, but I think we can offer good ideas either way, and I'm glad you've come to us. You know what I think is an important thing to do? I think something that's very vital in training is getting people's attention and getting a group of people who may not know each other talking. So what I always would suggest, again, I've not actually been able to deliver any training because I have pitched my unique methods before, but what I think (laughs) would always be the case is if you were to go and deliver a training session without any bottoms on, just socks, shoes, no pants or trousers, and then obviously you'd have the top layer on, of course, but just go in there and don't allude to it. You know, let people think, is is there is he? And then they'll talk with him amongst each other and be like, does he have this? And you know, you're not doing it in a creepy way. You're just you're just going about it. You're training. You're you're minding your own yeah, business. Women or men could take it, but as long as they have their their bottoms off, it's a very creme fresh way to get people chatting, to get uh, to sort of you know break the the awkwardness in the air. You know, stop people being awkward with each other. That's a great way to do it. So tell your man if he if he just leaves his trousers and his boxers at home. Um, it'll definitely be an innovative way to train. And then people, once they're chatting and feeling a wee bit looser about things, they'll focus more on the message that you're trying to, to push home. Yeah. Uh, very well said. I couldn't say it better. Thank uh, you, bro. Good luck with him on, on doing that. And then looking for employment afterwards. Craig Johnson says, congrats and welcome back to Money Toad. Again, thank you very much. Shane, now you're officially a man through fatherhood, as I already was. Is it time to have provided you with the more adequate nickname now you're officially an adult? Craigie, I, I'm the money toad until the day I die, good sir. Yeah. I'm I mean, the money toad when I'm a pensioner. I'm a money toad right now. I'm just I a money I think toad. he feels like, are you the man-man chicky now? Or, oh, you know, okay. Are you the, like, you're still the human ATM, but you're always the man-boy chicky because even though you're a father... Maybe the man boy gets a capital M now. I don't know, but you, you, you still have that boyish good look, you know, but you're you are technically a man, but you have the features of a boy, like you've a the sort of young face, you have a very small pink willy and you know it's not small. Yeah. Dude. Dude. Huh? Dude. <laughs> so yeah, I think, no, I think in the words of Mike McGoldrick, you know yourself. Yeah, I mean, I don't, but that sounds really like you're going to give a very, very. Uh, I'll send you another text. Sneaky <laughs> story. Yeah, don't don't bother. Um. Oh no, it's a, it's a it's a, a phone message. It's a it's a picture. Oh my god. Um. But. Yeah, it was terrible because what actually happened there was there was a spider web on me somewhere and it really gave me the willies. And. Uh, Do you think I'm sexier as a guy now that I'm a dad? No, I think what's going to happen, right? What'll happen is you know those trainers you bought. Yeah. That everyone bullied you for. You can yeah. wear them now because you're a dad. Oh so good. you'll start you'll, you'll, you'll be able to start wearing those with sort of stonewashed jeans. You'll start wearing polo shirts tucked in and you wear a wee brown belt and it'll just be fine because that's just yeah. what you what you do. You just you just find yourself being in a style. It's like you know the way when you become an old man, you just start wearing trousers and for some reason a sky blue shirt and you always and it's like why why are you doing that? Why are you not like why aren't old men wearing like, you know, 
full Nike cotton tracksuits because super comfy. <laughs> like, why are the guys turning up in their Sunday best? It's weird that old men. Like, you see, if you see an old man in the street and they're wearing a fucking jacket, a tie, they've got a wee flipping handkerchief and all, and, and you're like, oh, are you going and anything on down the bowling club today? And he's like, oh no, I'm just going to get bacon from the shop. And you're like, oh, whoa you're overdressed it's a very strange concept like but old men are very smart and i think that's just something you have to have to lean into really what about an 88 year old woman just being like oh, i'm just gonna walk down to the shops here wearing a full dress necklace diamond <laughs> earrings and you go hey gladys would you not be better just firing on a juicy couture track exactly exactly but they i think like the older generation i mean i'm going to say the older generation but any generation of old person that i've ever seen in my life has that style it's almost like you get to a certain age and this company comes out to you and provides you with threads it's like no you're they, not don't, they don't old. come out to you you buy, you buy them out of a book yeah, out of a book. Yeah, like, old people are still cutting out and sending away for clothes. Yeah, vouchers. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, uh, like you say, like that's not convenient. Like wearing a tracksuit is more convenient. Yeah, R- writing down something in the catalog and sending it away, going to the post office, not convenient. Why are old people not on ASOS? Yeah, because I think old people like the sneaky, like the online troll type guys, uh, they're the ones who'll kind of like, you know, try and target the old people. But hey, how can you internet hack somebody that's using a catalog? You can't do it. <laughs> you know? So, and I mean, they're, they're probably going, like the, the trolls are probably going on like ASOS and stuff. And then the old person will just be buying out like, like I know the Dunn's catalog, you know, and it's not even wearing sweet threads. So, I mean, they'll, they'll not be caught if they're doing that, sticking to the traditional ways. And also, I'd imagine still collecting stamps and things. It's just a sweet thing all people do. Fletch says, uh, does, does the new baby get on with the money toad? Or does the new baby get on with Alan Todd? Does the new baby get on with Alan Todd? Alan Todd, as always, has been a bad influence and he's tried to get the baby out for pints of bitter. But uh, the baby's just had minerals. Anytime they've been out, the baby's like, yeah. I'll stick them in. Can, can your baby speak or is it still kind of just you yeah. know like talking babies or is it would he be like would he would he answer todd and todd back i is in the new james bond todd and todd and would he would he add it's fucking me todd alan todd yeah fucker what can i get you to drink mr todd bitter pint not glass <laughs> yeah um, yes, i think yeah. good on good I think a lot so of people I, were disappointed for you to call your son Rod and not Alan. I think that was what a lot of people were kind of yeah. hoping for. Um, is that all Twitter done? Yeah, it's done, man. Oh, Matthew Mernon. He's been waiting for this for a few weeks. Good morning. He said, has Davey bought the money tadpole, a suitably noisy gift to repay the favor? Battery's not included. Um, he's alluding to the fact that you bought the worst fucking thing for my daughter ever, a keyboard. that I mean, there's decibels and there's volume and then there's this keyboard it there's no need for it to be as fucking loud as it is and the thing is see when you turn it off and turn it back on it doesn't stay at the volume you turn it low to it goes back to the full volumes the worst noise i've ever encountered in my life but i haven't bought the money tadpole anything I, the thing we got him is noisy but it's a nice noise to comfort him have you used it yet uh, yes we have we have yep do you like it uh, we like it. He likes it. Makes nice noise. I yeah. didn't know how to switch it on for a while. Now I know, and that's all good. For by the way, I should point out it is a little sheep called you in the dream sheep, which like makes noises that are similar to like inside the human tummy. Which when you actually think about it, it's a really freaky gift. 
Like it's something we we thought worked with ours. But if you think about it, it's a cuddly toy sheep that makes noise of inside a human stomach, which is kind of I have. It's not the noise a sheep would make. It's unnerving. Yeah, but yeah, it's it, 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 it's comfortable. But what I will say is, when the money tadpole gets a bit older, he will be receiving a lot of gifts from his uncle Davy, and they will be very, they will be very unsettling. Like I might just get him a white noise machine for his first birthday. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, Electric drum kit. Yeah. Here's the thing. See white noise and all. Like I put it on for like the first week. You yeah. know what that guy needs to go to sleep? What? Nothing. Just put down. He just goes like. Yeah. In fact, he's actually looking at you being like, knock out in the head, that sounds brilliant. Yeah, we should also just point out, especially in today's climate, that there are other types of noise available. It's not primarily white noise or white supremacist noise. You know, other noises are out there. So just in case people are trying to get on us and call us something we're not. Dave Shaw said, is the new Todd offspring already earmarked for the water babies? Well, here's the thing. He's had, of course, he's had a couple of baths. And... um, I was sort of like watching him sort of see how he got on and he's not ready to audition yet for the water babies. Okay. But but he didn't cry when he was in the bath, which is kind of good because mm-hmm. newborn babies don't really like baths. Um, so that was, a, that was a plus. So you never know. There's, there's potential, but I, I still am enjoying this company. And that's the thing. When you become a water baby, you're away for about 10 months a year, just mm-hmm. <laughs> upstream. like Just measuring rivers. Uh, Chris Kavanagh said, good day, princes of prostates. Welcome back to the dad boy Cheeky and his new tadpole. So boys, I recently got a new job and we'll be moving to Denmark soon. If I get Weird. colleagues asking me what podcast I'm listening to, how shall I describe the niche cum velvet tones that they will hear through my phone speaker? Um, I think you've got to be kind of aggressive with it. You know, I think you've got to like go up, get in people's faces and just say like, just good morning. Every morning you go in. What's the, hold on. Danish. What's the Danish for good morning? I don't know what language they speak in Denmark. Good good morning. Yeah. It's good morning. (laughs) Did you hear that? Yeah, do it again. Yeah, great content. Good morning. So (laughs) I want you to just do that and that'll get people talking. And that's yeah. when you basically tell them about the, you know, about the pod. But yeah, I love that. I love that you're moving to Denmark. I would really like to know why. So please tell us in a separate message. Nate Burke has been in touch and he said, I mean, this is probably more for me. What's your opinions on Navid Nasiri leaving Glentorn and joining the best team in Northern Ireland? Linfield? I'll just come off the bat and say not the best team in Northern Ireland. The team with the most money, for sure, but not the best team. Um, and also, I would say, I think it's sly. But at the same time... Um, he strikes me as a Kunan and Kenny guy. He's definitely creme fresh. He's seen that he's been offered lots of money. He's already won something at Glentor, and he's probably like, you know what? The grass is greener at Windsor, and he's done what he's done. What do you think about it? Um, I do think it is kind of classic in a way to like play for your rivals the night before winning a cup, and then the next morning, you know, mm-hmm. your teammates phone you, and like, that was a good night, wasn't it? Like, fancy going for brunch, and he's like, can't just send for your rival too busy making him dosh yeah so um i don't know definitely think it was uh bold yeah i mean what a slice like he would have do you reckon he would have been like out for pints with everyone being like oh well you know like he's yeah like, there definitely had to be a wee thing of like yeah. oh, bollocks like whenever you're like a a, a, a rat in the mafia you yeah know, you're like oh no someone's gonna see my wire yeah oh yeah and um, on that note <laughs> Ruben has been in touch and asked us what do we make of Katie Price's latest escapades, which we've covered. So just go back on that if you want to want to hear more, sir. Matt Thompson has said, good evening to the big papa and the money tweeb. 
weird. First, congratulations on the child. And here's a question for the pod. Nice. Imagine the world is descended into a post-virus apocalypse. Chaos, Karens, and cum. You two homeboys must assemble the defenders of Boytown. Who are your top five picks? I feel a Dennis Rodman type of guy's up there, possibly Joe Exotic too. You must choose wisely as the future of Boytown depends on us. Well, you've chosen really well at the start because if you've got Dennis Rodman, you've got height. He's an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a creme fresh cum guy. Dennis Rodman might be the only creme fresh and cum guy. Yeah, um, do you also know Dennis Rodman's surname's not actually Rodman. His surname is actually Patterson, but he changed it to Rodman because he felt that was a name that sort of covered what he liked to, to be as a person, just like Rod yeah. and a man. That's what, that's where the name came from. Pretty impressive. Dennis Patterson isn't too sweet. No. Uh, he's definitely a librarian, not an NBA player. Yeah. Um, would Joe Exotic? Yes, I like that because... No, no I'm not having... Cats. I'm not, not having I'm not having Joe near us because he's too... He's too uh, you know, he's too much of a loose cannon. And also, Joe makes, even if you're not gay, he makes you gay. Like, you know, he, he turns everybody gay. And if the entire future of the world uh, was reliant on it, if you're talking post-apocalyptic, we would need people to be procreating. You know what I mean? And, that, and if Joe was turning everybody gay, it would just be a really fun place. And, you know, we would need to try and survive the race. We'd need to be breeding some people over there. So, you know, maybe he could help us with some sort of like cat human hybrid, but I think I've seen him a few times and he's a wee bit of a loose cannon. Do you know what I mean? Wow. So, uh, I'd say Rothman and um, would you go for like Dame Mary Peters? No, because solely because she's an, a pensioner now, you know, if she was in her prime, okay. absolutely. Um, who would I have? I would have that guy, you know, the human Ken doll because he's not a female. I think that would startle people a bit. Um, and I think that they would be like, is that Rodrigo Alves? And then you'd be like, oh, no, it's Roddy Alves. But he would still have the sass and impact of before. Um, who else would have featured in there? Um, it's very boy town. I mean, sadly, again, like Mary Peters, not in her prime. Andrew Cunanan is no longer in his prime because he's dead. So he's he, so dead. Yeah, so that would sort of ruin that. I mean... Boy George would definitely be there. He would ruin people with sass and also think he could turn up and deliver a wee bit of an attack physically. Plus, yeah, because well. he, he could keep a hammer under his hat. Oh, or just a gun, you know what I mean? Albeit yeah. it would be a bit dangerous if a gun was just rattling around under your hat. It could potentially just blow off and end up braining you. But um, So how many is that? That's four. Who would the last person be? Um... I'm going to say Sammy Wilson because he seems to be tuned in on what's the right thing to do in terms of politics and stuff. I feel like he knows he's at the forefront of health and advancement since he knows you don't have to wear masks. I would have I would have Sammy Wilson. Maria has said, oh, whoa. Hi, boys. Firstly, I want to congratulate our Shane on bringing a little money tadpole into the world. Now, Thank I need some help from my agony auntie Shane and my uncle Davey. My boyfriend, Pat, and I are big fans of the podcast and I actually got him onto it, funny enough. However... He's recently started to lose a run of himself, doing very sly and borderline Cunanan things. Um, Hold on. When he doesn't want to do so, a simple task, he will exclaim in a money-toed voice, no, I won't do it, then proceed to storm off. I actually caught him sharpening his claws recently, and I've been on the receiving <laughs> end of a few attempted scrabs. So, boys, can you tell me how to make him wind his neck in before I get my eyes scrabbed out? 
Yeah, I think what you got to do is invest in some really quality eye protectors because he's only going to get sassier. He's only going to get cattier from here. And yeah. uh, you just got you just got to basically like a wild cat. You just got to try and like creep around them and just like be very sort of stealth. But like if he wants to scratch your eyes, he's going to scratch your eyes. Make no yeah, mistake. You know what I would also do if I were you, Murray? I would I would really work on trying to deal with your rotator cuff movement. You know, of your arm, so you can like you can work this sort of like windmill defense mechanism to try and because if you come forward for the scrap, they'll get got. But if you do those sort of windmill motion, you'll bat the hands out of the way. So you need to be working on the windmill defense. And then what you need to do is not be afraid to use your feet as a way to attack. So if someone's coming at you to scrap, you bat the hands off and you just kick them in their ultimate weakness, the balls. Um, Jenny Joe has said, good morning, noble men of nonces. Oh, oh, recently I've been taking my child for wee day trips to beauty spots, only to be informed by friends that some of these are top dogging sites. Where would you choose as your place of choice for a spot of dogging? Welcome back, Big Diddy Todd. Congratulations. Uh, well, first of all, I would say, by the way, Pat hasn't lost a run on himself. He's found a run of himself. We'll leave it at that. Um, dogging spots? Uh, I mean, it sounds defensive, but you've, you've come to the wrong guy. Uh, it's T-U-M. Um, I don't know. Oh, I like the idea that... You always go to that place, don't you? Daddy's Hole or something? Up around, up around the like, outer ring direction? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what I like. That's what I like to go. Um, I remember I've t- said this before in the podcast. Going to the Giant Ring with a mutual friend. That's it, not because... Daddy's Hole. Yeah, the Giant's Ring. Sorry. <laughs> um, who's who's I, a mutual friend? Nah, I won't say. But uh, text me. You, text me. Okay, hang on. So this friend was telling. I was asking this friend about the Giant Ring because I was like, uh-huh. I I don't. I was like, I don't believe oh. that. There's no way. Like. It's so out in the okay. open and stuff. I was like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Then my friend... No, hold on. Like, before, before you get into it, I just want to say, so you text a friend, okay? To no, say, no, 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 no. To I'm say, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about this place that I hear. This <laughs> Disney world of, uh, you know, uh, eupho- euphoric lovemaking. I've, uh, and you just thought you have to go and investigate? Or did you hear no. what was going on at the Giants Ring and just think to yourself, mm, I'll, I'll have me some of that? Man, here's the thing. I was having lunch with a friend. Oh, you're eating out, were you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm, look, I need to move on for legal reasons. I'll, t- I'll text you who it is. Yeah, but um, you, know, you, know, you know, I mean, I'm happy to say who it is. Because, no. um, yeah, because it was Tim McCarry. So let's <laughs> get on to the next one. Jack Rice. Tim it's Tim. Uh, no. no, it's Tim McGarry. No. If he can say I'm a drug addict. I've texted um, you who it was. Oh, right? wow. Well. Do how did you know this? How did you get out of that? That's just what I want to know. That is uh, impressive. Should we go to the next question? No, hold on. I need to tell you uh-huh. the story. I just right, okay. there's no way this is so wide in the open like this. Mm-hmm. He goes, Hundred percent, that it is. I said, I don't believe you. It's like a Wednesday afternoon, no, like sorry. one o'clock. How did he say it? Did he go? No, hundred percent, that is. No, it was not Tim McGarry. <laughs> it was Uncle Andy. Um, no, what happened was. Let me tell this story. It's not even a story. I just need to get it off my chest because I had stuff on my chest. Was, um, Shite. We then went to this place and then pulled up in this car park, and I was like, "See, I was like, there's no way this is real because look." There's just loads of people out walking. And then I was like, well, no one's really walking. Everyone's just kind of chill in their car. I was like, 
must have been a bit of a shower because everyone's taking cover. And then we both got out and I was like, this is mental. And I was literally, like, you could tell I was so wide-eyed looking around at it that, uh, <laughs> that all of a sudden all these cars started, like, driving out quickly. The wagons circled and uh, I was like, God, that's fucking mental. Do you remember a time we went to film a sketch in, at, like, a country park at night and there was two cars that just left as soon as we drove in? There was that. I just want to actually go back to... Uh, the story of, of so you got there and you yes. got out of the you got out of the car. Did you knock on any windows or did you be like? Because what I imagine happens right now, I've never been to a, to a site of dogging before. Uh-huh. Um, I imagine you pull up your that car and for some reason a guy comes out naked and just bangs his willy off your window. Like that's just what I imagine. Like you know the White Walkers in Game of Thrones, they just sort of crawl out of nowhere, but naked guys just banging their willies off windows. Because here's the thing, it's always guys, isn't it? It's always guys doing that kind of thing. Never women, always dudes getting up to no good. They're because yeah. guys are the worst. They're the worst. Uh, I'm too sorry that I yawn. I'm so sorry, but also not because Princess. What's my name? Princess what? Princess Dolola. <laughs> Princess Dolola's tired. How so many more questions? We've, we have um, two more, I think. Um, ask them, David. I've got ten percent back to my laptop. Ja- shut up, Jackie Rice says. Shut up. That sounded really cheeky there. And um, when was the worst possible time that you've laughed when really you shouldn't have? I mean, there's been plenty of times. I've I've one that springs to mind. Go ahead. I've my, got better times going on, but I used to be really so bad when I was younger. My my great auntie died of uh, death, and I was at her funeral, and I had to do a reading at her funeral, and um, it was it was it was a Catholic funeral, as you guys know. I'm a bisexual guy. One side of my family's Protestant, one's Catholic, whatever. I dip, I dip in and I dip out. Well, how it suits me. And I was at at her funeral, which was in in, in a Catholic uh, chapel. And I was doing a reading, and like I'm not a, a fully tuned in to how, like the different. Sometimes they all merge into one, so I don't really know what to expect when I'm at one or other. So I was there, and I was doing a reading. And I called up by the priest to be like, "Right, you can do a reading," and I expected to do the reading. So I went up to read, and he was like, "Oh no, no, you sit there." And there was just this big throne behind him, <laughs> and he's just like put me in the throne. So I was like, "Oh no, I was expecting to read here, but it's not time." So. I got put up in this throne and I was just looking and I could see my family who were obviously upset. And my wife was in the front row and she was like giving me a supportive look. And then they were like, right, we're going to sing a hymn. So the hymn started. People were singing. That was grand. Then out of nowhere, the priest just starts singing like at the most random part of the song, but he was mic'd up. So he just starts booming this voice in front of everybody. <laughs> like, but he would sing like three words and then stop. And then it would just be, and it just really made me laugh. And I was like, you know, you know when you're like, is this really happening? And then I was just on this big throne, and then I caught my wife's eyes, who by this point, she was laughing at him singing. So then I was up in the front being like, I can't laugh here because I'm at the very front in front of this whole chapel. And if I start laughing, I'm going to look like the worst guy in the world. So I started, you never just laugh. This has happened to me once before where I laughed so hard that I cried, and I went red face, and the tears were on down my face. So at least everyone was like, oh, my God, you're so emotional. How would you pull yourself together to do that reading? I was like, yeah. The second time where I cried so much was at a friend's wedding. And for some reason, I was at the front, right at the table where the speeches were, right? And the guys... Um, oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. I, oh, no. You may have both taken a laugh and fit at a wedding. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yes, that was actually during, during the service as well, shit. But this particular one was during the speeches, right? And the dad, the father of the bride, 
um, or no, was it the no, it was the father of the groom was basically what he wanted to say was like, you'll remember this date because every year you look across the table and realize what a beautiful bride you have, right? What came out was on this day, you will just look across the table and remember what a sweet ride you have. And I swear, he said sweet ride and he meant to say sweet bride and no one else picked up on it apart from me and another guy. And I was about to explode, like the tears were <laughs> running down my face. Then the groom afterwards was like, oh man, I didn't know you were such an emotional guy. Once again, thought that I was crying. They're like just so overcome with emotion and speech. And really, I couldn't believe the guy just said, what a sweet ride. Your wife, <laughs> it was telling you. Right, so yeah, you and I have taken a laugh and fitted a wedding with our entire row, uh, yeah. which is so disrespectful and went on for so long. Yeah. And you and I have both also laughed at a, an occasion where, do you remember, there was an old guy singing? What was it? What was it? Oh, hold on. Was it another wedding? No, no. <laughs> I'll text Please text me. Yeah, I'm waiting to see this. <laughs> I remember the singing was really good. And then this guy <laughs> yes, yes, I do remember. Oh. This guy joined in out of nowhere. We were yeah. like, fuck is up? Yeah, but again, that was the same sort of, you know, place. <laughs> but there's something funny about singing that comes out of nowhere. like And like when people are really into it, oh, it's 10 yeah. out of 10. Great. Oh, that was... Oh, it's really great. Here's a quick question I think you've already answered. It's Glenn Lindsay who said, is it true that Shane ejected Raw Todd himself via water birth on the banks of the River Lagan aided by the water babies? Um, certainly the water babies would not be in the River Lagan because they need to be in pure water. Um, and that's also the name Main Dave's after Shane for bringing up pure yeah. water. But, um, but no, not the Lagan. Glenn is River Plan. Really nice. And the, the last question here. of the day is from Con Diver, who's actually Connor Diver, but I like to shorten it to Con. I think that's a nickname uh, that more people who are called Connor should go for because it's sweet. So Con has said, has Dave ever used the Manscaped 3.0? Yes. We are, we are both two guys with very shaved balls. So Correct. yeah, that's the end of the questions. Um, they weren't as, as, as sassy this week as I thought they would be, but I mean, they were, they were enjoyable. Nonetheless, how does it feel to be back in the pod? It feels good, man. It feels good to be back, and it'll be even better when we're back in the studio. And it's not going to be that long. Yeah. Before that so get, just we also need to say I don't know if it's happened yet, but Ben is shutting our shop. He's shutting the merchandise store on Facebook. Putting the shutters down. So if you want to get some of that gear while it la- while it's going to be there, which will probably be this week, and um, we're shutting it down once the last orders come in. So if you want to order some gear. Get it done. The coronavirus scenario is starting to loosen a bit. So uh, material goods are coming your way um, as they should in time. That's actually the name of a company who will, will be getting stuff off, but that just is also a phrase too. So um, you'll be getting um, merchandise sooner than this, what has been like four months or whatever to get delivered. And then that store shutting. So if you want the anime t- logos, you want um, the money toad and Papa Bear, Get over there and order that. If you haven't already, rate and review the podcast and check out the Patreon. I'm about to do a Patreon episode here, Papa Bear's Picnic, where I'm a Crusader's top. So I'll be over there too. And yeah, just subscribe to everything, rate and review and share the podcast because we love it. Love that, bro. Absolutely love that. And uh, yeah, it is, it is great to be back. And uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to give Rod a little kiss and I'm going nice. to have a cup of tea. And then and you're going to see your baby? Perfect. Bye-bye.